I'm Liz McLean-Williams, and I'm here with my friend Gwen Sandifer. Say hi, Gwen. Hello. Uh, welcome to Instigating Women and Friends. This is a podcast where Gwen and I, um, who are both professional coaches, are going to talk together about ideas and opportunities to propel women forward in whatever realm of life they are. Uh, we're also going to practice coaching together so that people can see what coaching is and what it can do for you. We both have coaches ourselves and um, we have learned a ton in the process and we want to share it with others. So um, I'm going to let Gwen say a few words about herself and then I will introduce myself and my background as well. Sure. Um, my name's Gwen and I am in uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. I married my high school sweetheart, so I've known him since I was 16. He was 17. We've now been married 26 years and have three children, uh, girl, boy, girl. So daughter's 23, son just turned 21, um, and youngest uh, daughter just turned 14 and will be entering high school, whatever that means um, these days. I was a healthcare executive nearly all of my career and made the transition earlier uh, this calendar year. Uh, to move into coaching so that I could impact healthcare more broadly, um, impact leadership, and um, as well as um, impact women and, and build a community of, of women um, across the world um, if, if we can. So I'm really excited. Um, I have curiosity questions about myself sometimes. Why the heck did I choose right now to start a new business? in this new virtual world, but um, I also have faith um, and I'm meeting great people like Liz that give me the confidence to know that this is gonna be awesome and powerful. Thank you, Gwen. And I wanna just parrot back something that you said to me a couple weeks ago about where we are right now, which is we are pioneers. <gasps> and we are in a completely unprecedented time. We have no trail, we have no roadmap. So we're just gonna figure it out as we go. And um, that really resonated with me, so much so that it went on my wall of quotes behind right. <laughs> You've got quite a wall. Why don't you I, see your wall for everybody? They'll be amazed. Uh, my wall is insane. I'll just give you a little peek. Um, can you see that? Yeah. Yeah. So it grows every day. And um, I've actually been sharing some of it with my friends and, um, and on social media. So let's see a little bit about me. I am a recovering HR executive. And um, I shouldn't say recovering because I actually love HR and I'm still doing it to some degree. But this earlier this year, when the tidal wave of COVID hit, I decided to go ahead and start my own professional coaching business and um, with a specific focus on helping women, uh, women raise their station. And um, I'm really inspired by my clients and I'm really, really motivated to create a safe space for them to figure out what matters to them before they decide what matters in the world around them. 
I am also a mom of three. Mine are a little bit um, younger, so 13, 12, and seven. I started having babies late in life. And so fortunately for me, I will be attending second grade online in a few <laughs> weeks, which honestly makes me want to start drinking right now. But um, it is 8.40 in the morning, so that won't be happening. Um, so Gwen, what do you think about us just asking each other a couple questions uh, to get us started? Sure, sounds good. Okay, so thinking about the last week of your life, I know we both have um, reading we're doing for our certification that we're going through, and we've been sharing ideas with one another of podcasts, books, um, posts that we really like. So thinking about the last week, what has been the most thought provoking idea or person that you've encountered? Um, I don't know that it's a thought or a person, but it's, um, been a question. And, and the question was, what are the unwritten rules? And I'm no longer in corporate life, but there were so many unwritten rules. And I've transitioned now to this company of one. I don't have any written or unwritten rules for my new company. And yet, as I really thought about it, there have always been unwritten rules at home. And my husband has a part-time role and yet he's been mostly the house manager and the father who's been the one to take care of much of the background stuff about the family for 15 years. And that's been awesome because then I've been able to do what I was able to do professionally. Otherwise, I never, never could have done it. So suddenly I've invaded his territory, and I'm home. Not just at home because of virtual COVID necessity, but also because I'm now creating a, a business that will be run from my home. And I don't even understand all the unwritten rules. And I'm trying to respect them um, and then reflecting that I was one of those people at work, even when I knew the unwritten rules, I would test them. Like <laughs> growing up in very conservative healthcare systems, I'd be the one that if, if it, a board meeting happened to fall on Halloween, I'd still wear my little witch hose to the board meeting. Um, or if the executive team said, we, we love Brene Brown and we believe in rumbling. And yet really I knew they didn't because it was uncomfortable. I'd go into a meeting and just say, you know what, let's, let's rumble a little bit just to see what kind of reaction there would be. So I was a little bit of uh, an instigator at work, not, not, not in a bad way, not in a disrespectful way, but Jeez, I love to mix things up. I love to have fun. I, I think people do better in their roles all the way around, professionally and personally, 
if they can just be themselves and have a little fun. So I was a tester of, of rules and yet here I am at home trying to start a business and the unwritten rules for me are if I have time blocked out on my schedule for coaching or class, um, I expect those rules will be um, adhered to by the kids and the hubby. And you know what? They, they walk through the room in the middle of calls sometimes. Or I'll take a break and I'll hear, well, mom, since you're not working, how about we, how about you make me some lunch? And I'm like, wait a second, what's this about me not working? And then I think, as I, re- as I really reflect on what is pissing me off about that, isn't it interesting that I was a little instigator at work? And yet when people are trying to encroach on my unwritten rules here at home, which is all brand new, and who the hell knows really what the rules are with virtual and COVID yeah. and how to, how to be anything these days. Um, it, uh, it, it really gets on my nerves when my unwritten rules aren't respected. Mm-hmm. So is that oh, ego? What is that? I don't know. I, what I wonder is, is it that you're learning how to value yourself at home in creating a business from home, right? Like you're creating a structure, you're figuring out how to value it. And so when the people around you don't immediately see the value, it's like, hey, hey, what the heck? This is my business. This is our livelihood at stake. Oh my gosh. Can't you see this? And then I get angry at myself because I'm the one that made another informal rule that I would enjoy this time And the reason I transitioned in the first place, a big reason was to have more family time, to be more present with my children. (laughs) Like, am I psychotic? What the hell? No, you're in the, you're in the woods. (laughs) We're in the woods. And so, yeah, I know you're reminding me of how yesterday I said, I'm going to be more present. And here's what me being present looked like with my kids. I came out of my office and they're not allowed to come in here when the curtains are closed. Okay. So there's, that's your inform. And that's my marker. Okay. The curtains are closed. Mom is working. Do not come in, which only stops the older two, the youngest, the seven-year-old just sneaks in and army crawls over to me and then tries to write me notes down here. But at least two out of three, it works with. But my version of presence yesterday was to come out and say, kids, family meeting. And then I gave them all chores. (laughs) (laughs) And then I came back to my office. And later on in the day, I I had this moment where I was like, oh, God, I said I was going to be present. And the only interaction I've really had with them was giving them chores. Yeah. So I think that the the thing though to hold on to while we're in the woods with no map is to just try to notice when that's happening and course correct. You know? Um I I course corrected by at the end of the day, I said, Hey guys, even though it was ninety-five degrees here, does anyone want to have a campfire in the backyard? (laughs) That's hysterical. (laughs) 
And we did, even though it was so hot, it was kind of actually unpleasant. Um, but we did this thing called chat pack where it's just like a, a couple cards and you take turns asking a question to your family and you go around and answer the question. And so we sat around a fire eating s'mores and doing chat pack together. Nice. Because I noticed it. So I think that's the thing is that we have to try to notice where we are because we don't have a map. Just notice. Yeah. And I like that. And recognize we don't have a map. No one has a map right now. I, I kept trying to figure out though, why am I uneasy with all this? And some of it's just major transition, but I think some of it is none of us know the unwritten rules in this virtual environment or this stay at home and work and try to educate your kids at the same time and try to figure out how to be a, a partner. Um, when we're partnering like we've never partnered before. I've never been at home except for maternity leaves. Mm -hmm. My husband's never been at home. Yeah. Now he's working. He's funny, funny story. We had him at the dining room table because I was getting this office, which so that I could work with clients and which was very selfless and wonderful of him. Um, so he was at the dining room table, but then I'm also the one doing the homeschooling and it was the last day of first grade. And um, my seven-year-old has the attention span of a gnat and she was supposed to be writing an essay. And I had talked with her probably 10 to 12 times already. And I was, had come in, she still had made no progress and I was supposed to be making her lunch. Unbeknownst to me, my husband is interviewing a stranger over Zoom in the dining room. And I, <laughs> I lost my temper. And I actually started pounding on the kitchen counter saying, write it, write your paper. <laughs> and all of a sudden I hear, please stop shouting. Please, my husband's British and I can't do a British accent, but please stop shouting. <laughs> and I died a little. I bet. <laughs> I went down into the biggest shame spiral ever thinking about my husband interviewing a stranger trying to look professional <laughs> yeah and i just i i gripped the counter and i said billy we're just gonna take a break we're gonna take a break right now and we're gonna go for a walk <laughs> you have like a possessed look on your face uh, i was so, i mean I did. I really felt like I died a little inside of shame and embarrassment. And I also realized that at the same time, I was shaming my child who, you know, is, she doesn't want to not do her work. She just, it's like, she has a little record that's skipping uh -huh. in her head. Yeah. And I just had to drop everything and change the scene. And we went for a walk and we came back and we all lived. Oh, I bought my husband a desk. And now my dad, my husband works in our bedroom. There you so go. We so fixed that situation. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think those deserve some virtual high fives. How are we going to do this? <laughs> <laughs> we got this, right? We got this. We got this. Oh, gosh. Well, I'm really looking forward to doing more 
experimenting with you. I'm looking forward to continuing to help women figure out how to navigate this unprecedented time. And um, I feel like we need some pioneering hats yeah. to remind ourselves that nobody knows how to do this right. I agree. Nobody knows how to do this right. We just have to figure it out together. Agree. And I wanted to share a t-shirt I have because I think it says it all as well. Empowering women empower women. I love it. Empowered so women empower women. I let's need that. Commit to empowering somebody intentionally this week. Yes. 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 I am so I am I am radically embracing that idea. Okay. I'm going to go start with my seven-year-old. Go empower that woman. <laughs> All right. I'll see you next time. Sounds good. Thanks, Liz. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Appreciate you.